Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4. Paul writing to the Galatian church. Chapter 4, verse 4. He says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. May God bless the reading of His Word to our hearts tonight. You know, I found a beautiful quote on the coming of the Lord Jesus into this world. And this quote is by a man named Paul Shearer. He said this. It's an amazing quote. I'll say it twice. God walked down the stairs of heaven with a baby in his arms. Isn't that amazing? God walked down the stairs of heaven with a baby in his arms. Isn't that amazing? I still cannot, after all these years, comprehend and fathom that God would, could come down in the form of a little, tiny, helpless baby and be born in that manger and to grow up to be a man and go about doing so many great and wonderful things and going to the cross of Calvary and dying for us so that we might have eternal life and be redeemed by His blood. It's a tremendous thing. Well, let's look tonight of how different the world would be if Jesus had not been born. Think about it. How different would our calendar be if Jesus had never been born? You wouldn't have B.C. You wouldn't have A.D. You wouldn't have all these things like we do nowadays if Jesus had not been born. Imagine what would happen to the United States of America if Jesus had never been born. You think we'd have on our currency and coins, in God we trust? I think not. It would say, in ourselves we trust. That's what it would say. Because without Christ, we're trusting only in ourselves. We have no salvation. We have no hope. We have no Savior. You know, there'd be no Bibles if Jesus had not been born. There'd be no churches if Jesus had not been born. This would be nothing more than a Chuck E. Cheese or a Danville Engineering building or anything else. And if there was a group here tonight, it'd be a social group. It would be a club, something like that, if Jesus had never been born. Think of it. There'd be no Christian schools. How many kids here tonight go to a Christian school? Raise up. Yes, Christian school or went to a Christian school. Either way. See, there would be no Christian school. And sadly, if Jesus had not been born, there'd be no Christmas. There would be no Christmas. There might be celebrations and holidays for different things, but there'd be no salvation, no light, no life in this world. The world would be missing three main ingredients that it has right now, God in our lives. God is love, God is light, and God is life. And if Jesus had never been born, this world would still be a dark place. It's kind of hard to imagine how it could get much worse. I mean, we turn on the TV, we turn on the radio, we look at the Internet, we see bad things happening every day. I mean, this thing that happened the other day where the woman killed the other woman and stole her baby. I mean, I thought I heard everything until that. But I mean, every day we're, we're shocked by more sin and violence and corruption and evil in this world. But think of it. If Jesus had not been born, it would be terribly worse. I mean, it would be so far off the extreme you couldn't believe it. Because these things that we hear that are so shocking would just be happening all the time. There would be no 
way for it to get any better. Because right now, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit is restraining evil. And if Jesus had never been born and the Holy Spirit had not come into his church, into his people, there would be no restraint to evil whatsoever. It would be horrible if Jesus had never been born. In John chapter 1, verse 9, speaking of the Lord Jesus, it says he was the true light that was sent into the world that we might have the light which coming into the world lights every man. You know, when I went to get my uh, license plate, personalized license plate a number of years ago, I went to the DMV and I wanted to get 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Because the Lord gave me that verse when he saved me. And I said, Lord, I'm so thankful you made me a new person. Old things are gone. You wiped away the slate. But they couldn't get it because somebody else had it. And it wasn't even personalized. But 2-C-O-R-5-1-7 was taken. I said, what verse should I have, Lord? So the Lord burdened my heart, John 8:12, And I love this verse because people say to me, is your name John? I say, no, it's a verse from the Bible. And then they say to me, what is it? And it gives me a great opportunity. So I, it happened to me several times at sponges. You know, they say, John 8, 12, what is it? I say, I am the light of the world. He who walks in darkness, he who, I am the light of the world. He who, excuse me, who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. This world would be a dark planet, a dark world if Christ had never been born. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. They say that up in the North Pole, there are some days of the year that they never have a moment of sunlight. Can you imagine that? The the warmest temperature is like 14 below. I mean, the warmest. And then it goes to like 64 below, something like that. That's the warmest. And there's no light. It's dark. And that's the way this world is. It's a picture of the spiritual condition of this world without Christ. And if Jesus had never been born, there would be no light in this world, no spiritual light. There'd be no love in this world because the love of human love is nothing without the love of God. He says, we love because he first loved us. He's taught us how to love. The Lord Jesus says, a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another, even as I have loved you that you love one another. If Christ had never been born, we wouldn't have the capacity to love each other like we do. And thank God that he was born. And you know that God is the giver of life, like Adel was saying in his message yesterday. And if Christ had never come, we wouldn't have life. We would be the walking dead. Because in Ephesians 2.1, it says that we're dead in our trespasses and sin. And if Christ had not come to be born in this world, this world would be a merciless, graceless, and loveless place with no peace whatsoever. You know, one day the Lord is going to come and he's going to take us out of this world. And that's when it's going to get really bad. Because like I said, the Holy Spirit will be taken out of the way, the restrainer of evil, and it's going to be terrible. But just think of it. If Jesus had never been born, there would never be the music that we have today. You know, when Handel sat down to write his Messiah, he went into his room and spent day after day after day writing this beautiful oratorio. What was it based on? It was based on the Bible. It was based on the truth of the New Testament and Old Testament. If Jesus had never been born, Handel would never have been a Christian. He would have never wrote that great oratorio and all the great music of the world would be lost if Jesus had not been born. Yes, the effect that the Lord Jesus Christ has, even in our world today, even on our unsaved world, is amazing. 
the effect that he has had on newspapers, radio, TV, everything, technology, every facet is affected because Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And he grew up as a man and went to the cross of Calvary for us. And we can thank the Lord that he affects everything. And that is the blessing of it because he was born. Our world, if Jesus had never been born, would be the saddest world. I mean, the Lord Jesus has affected things like literature, economics, science, politics, education, and yes, even religion has been affected by the Lord Jesus Christ. If he had never been born, think of how awful and terrible this world would be. But thank God he was born. He was born in Bethlehem. He was born in my heart. He was born in your heart. He changed our lives completely. All because he was willing to come down from the ivory palaces of heaven and come down and be born as a little baby and to become God's messenger and and our savior and our redeemer. Praise God for that. That's how different the world would be if Jesus had not been born. Secondly, how different would our lives be if Jesus had never been born? Think of it. There would be no Christians. No one would be saved. There would be no church. We wouldn't be here. We would have not salvation. We would have no hope. We would be in our sins, dead in our sins. That's exactly how we would be. And that's a desperate, desperate condition. You know, in in 1929, when the stock market crashed, Black Friday, they call it, people lost their wealth and their fortune by the hundreds, by the droves. They got up on the buildings and and they committed suicide. They jumped out. They couldn't stand losing their fortune. Can you imagine how it would be much worse than that if Christ had never been born? Because there would be no hope whatsoever. You would not know what would happen to you when you die. You have no hope. You're going to hell. Period. No question about it. The sadness, the depression, the hopelessness, the disappointment in life if Jesus had not been born. You know, it's amazing to me how you could even live without Christ today. I don't know how people do it. They survive. They get through it. They hang in there. They use all kinds of expressions, but they don't enjoy life. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And if Christ had never been born, there would be no abundant life. We would not have the joy of the Lord in our hearts. We would not be saved. We would be like empty shells walking around waiting for the next bad thing to happen. It's a sad, sad situation. And the devil would be more rampant than he is today. If you think of how powerful the devil is and how he's got control of nations, he's got control of people, he's got control of circumstances in so many ways in our world. But if Jesus had had not been born, he would have complete carte blanche reign. It would be just horrible. But thank God that the Lord Jesus Christ sent, came into the world to die for us and bring us a new life. I like what someone said, the son of God became the son of man, that he might change the sons of men into the sons of God. I really like that. He became the son of man, that he might change us, the sons of men, into the sons of God. And do you realize that tonight, that you're a child of God, that you're a son of God? That is our position in Christ. That would never have been possible if the Lord Jesus Christ had never been born into this world. It's amazing. I can't even imagine living a single hour or a single minute or even a single second without the Savior because once you've experienced the Lord Jesus, you can't imagine going back into that dark, vile, 
evil cesspool of sin. You just can't imagine. And it's sad when you see Christians backslide because they've tasted the goodness of God, the mercy of God, and to go back into the world even for a second is a horrifying thought. It really is. But thank God that we don't ever have to worry about what life would be like if Jesus had not been born because he has been born. And that's what we celebrate this Christmas season is the birth of our King, our Lord Jesus Christ. It's a tremendous honor. Someone also said it this way. He is the way. Without him, there is no going. He is the truth. Without him, there is no knowing. And he is the life. Without him, there is no going. How could we get to heaven? How could God accept us in our sins? He could not unless Christ had come and paid for your sins and paid for my sins. And because he did, now the offer of salvation goes out to everyone in the world. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes, the world is different because Jesus came. And my life and your life is different because the Lord Jesus Christ came. You know, and there were probably years and years that went by in the Old Testament era. Remember Simeon, he was waiting for the coming Messiah and God had given him the promise that you're not going to die until you see the Lord's Christ. And I can imagine family members and friends and people telling him, Simeon, you're getting old. You've been telling us every year you've been saying that the Messiah is going to come and that you're going to see him before you die. Well, you're getting old. You passed Social Security age. You're retired now. And and all the grandkids are grown up and you've got great grandkids and time's getting short. When is he going to come? And Simeon probably kept saying, keep the faith. God promised me that the Messiah would come and I would see him with my own eyes. Yes, I'm going blind. My eyesight's not very good. He better come soon, but he's going to come and I'm going to see him with my own eyes. And thank God that day when Mary and Joseph brought him into the temple to offer up the sacrifice and and present him to the Lord and dedicate him to the Lord. And then Simeon saw him and he says, Now, Lord, let thy servant depart in peace, for I have seen thy salvation. And he was rejoicing and he probably went to each one of those people his kids and his grandkids and his friends and his people he knew at work and all of those. I saw him. He's changed my life. The Messiah has come. I can imagine he was speaking in a loud voice too. Just can't wait to tell people. He couldn't wait to run out of that temple and find the nearest person and say, I found the Messiah. He's born. He's here. And that's the greatest joy when Christ was born into this world to change the world, to change our lives, to change history and eternity. We can't have a better message to tell the world this Christmas season. Jesus was born for you and for me. And then finally, how different our destiny would be if Christ had never been born. You know, that expression is interesting because it's found in that uh, movie uh, Star Wars. Darth Vader, he said uh, to Luke, he says, it is your destiny to come to the dark side. (laughs) I can't say it like like. They did on the movie, but it is your destiny. And you know, Satan says it is your destiny to have fun in life. Satan said it is your destiny to go out and enjoy all the pleasures of this world. Don't go to church. You don't need church. Don't think of Christ. Don't think of your sins. These things make you sad. The devil wants you to think of nothing but this moment. He doesn't want you to think of what's going to happen to you when you leave this scene. When your eyes close in death 
and you stand before God, the devil doesn't want you to think about that. But that's the eternal destiny of every sinner who is unsaved. will stand before the judgment seat of God at the great white throne and be judged. And the devil doesn't want people to think of that. But that's the destiny. It's an eternal death sentence. And it's worse than a death sentence because in death row, when they kill the person, they're dead physically and then they go into eternity and they're going to die the second death spiritually. But the second death is worse than any death because it's living on apart from the presence of God forever and ever and ever. You can put as many evers as you want because it's endless, it's timeless, it's eternal death and it's the saddest thing in the world because that's the destiny and that's why God loved us too much to let us go to that destiny. Because we were on the broad road leading to destruction and all of a sudden the Lord Jesus Christ was born. He came into the world. He died for us. He offers us now the gift of salvation and we willingly accept Him as our Savior and our Lord and we get off that broad road and we get on the narrow road that leads to eternal life. Is it an easy road? No. We have to humble ourselves to bow down at His throne and say, Lord Jesus, Please forgive me of my sins. Accept me and take me to heaven. And he will do just that. We all love that verse, John 3.16, and I'm sure everybody can quote it. The kids can quote it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's our destiny. That's our true destiny is eternal life. He took us from death to life. Darkness to light. Sorrow and pain to everlasting joy. It's a tremendous transformation. It kind of reminds me of the metamorphosis that you have between the caterpillar and the butterfly. Now, if you look at the caterpillar, it's, it walks along the branch of the tree, slowly walking, going like this. It doesn't walk, really. It crawls. And it's kind of ugly, really. Now, some people may be caterpillar lovers and you may like what they look like and that's okay. But can you compare a butterfly? The butterfly does not crawl along these trees like this. It floats through the air. It doesn't have, a, have an ugly look to it. It has a beauty to it that brings joy to people. And that's the difference between an unsaved person and a saved person. We were caterpillars. We were sinners. And yet he made us butterflies. And that only the Lord can do that. When you look at your life before you were saved and you look at your life now, is there any comparison? No, no comparison. He took us from truly rags to riches. He took us from ashes and, and dust and ashes to beauty. He made beauty out of ashes, the Bible said. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Someone said Jesus was content with a stable when he was born that we might have a mansion when we die. I like that. Jesus was content to be born in a stable so that we might have a mansion when we die. That's a beautiful thing. He was willing as God to be born in a manger, in a cattle stall, so that you and I one day would live in the finest mansion in glory. That's a tremendous honor and a tremendous privilege. One day this monk was giving a tour at the monastery. I, I've never been to a monastery, but some of you may have been to one. But he was giving a tour and there was a certain atheist there. And you can just imagine the conversation. He's called an enlightened atheist. So he said to, the, to his uh, monk guide, if God does not exist, and I don't believe he does, 
then you will have wasted your whole life. The monk just smiled and says, if I'm wrong, I will have wasted maybe 50, 70, maybe 80 years if I'm wrong. But if you're wrong, you've wasted an eternity. And I thought, wow, wow. Even if we were to to line up those two things, and let's say we as Christians were totally wrong, totally wrong, and we've lived our whole lives deceiving ourselves that we have salvation and all of that, on the one hand, okay, that's one thing. But on the other hand, the atheist is rolling the dice. They're taking a gamble that the atheist thinks he's right. But if he's wrong, his, his, his mistake is much worse than the mistake than any Christian would make. Because his mistake is an eternal loss in hell. When he wakes up and opens his eyes, he's lost in hell. What a sad thing. What a sad thing. And people are doing that every day. They're gambling. They're gambling. They've got the dice. They're rolling it. They think, okay, I'm young. Roll the dice. Okay, I'm healthy. I got a good report from my doctor. Good blood pressure, good cholesterol. Everything's healthy. It's great. Roll the dice. Another person has uh, any number of things. You've got health, you've got life, you've got everything going. Another person rolls the dice and says, well, I'm a college-educated person. I've got a good job. I've got a stable. Roll the dice. You're rolling the dice. You're banking on the fact that you're going to live a long time. Oh, you've got plenty of time to think about Christ. Plenty of time to think about eternal life. Don't worry about it. That's the devil's message from the very beginning. Kick back, enjoy it. You've got plenty of time. But how many people know when their time to go is? Not one. Not even one. Because our heartbeat is kept going by the Lord. You know, whether it's 50 beats a minute, 60 beats a minute, 70 beats a minute, whatever it is, it's kept beating by the Lord. And if the Lord was just to take his hand off the button, let's use the analogy, if there was a button and the Lord took his hand off and our heart stopped, we would die. And that's true of any unsafe person too. They don't know when the time to go is. The Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die and after that the judgment. And so that's why we want to be sure that we're saved because otherwise, once we die, our destiny will not be with the Lord. And we want everybody in this church to go up together at the rapture. Don't we want to? We want the bus to be full with all the passengers. Leave none behind. And that's the way it should be. May the Lord help us to be encouraged this Christmas season. Not by the trees. They're beautiful. Not by the lights. I love them. Not by the gifts. They're tremendous and fantastic. But by the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we would realize that if he had not been born, this world would be totally different totally dark and sinful and evil. There would be no goodness, no love, no mercy, nothing. And without that, we would not be saved. We wouldn't be sitting here today. The Coopers would not know the Murrays. The Clonans would not know the Serubis. The Grants would not know the Hydes. We would not even know each other, believe me. Many of us would probably be dead. Others would be at least on the way to death without Christ. But thank God, He was born. And he took us from an endless eternity in hell to an endless eternity in heaven. What a joy. What a joy to remember. And I like that movie title, It's a Wonderful Life. Hasn't he given you a wonderful life? He's given us a wonderful life. And we should remember that all the time. This one lady said to me uh, today, and I'm going to talk to her again tomorrow because she said, 
She said, Dean, I, I lost my faith a long time ago and I don't think you can help me find it. I said, you know what? I can help you find it. You know, because the thing of it is, if a person really had the faith, they wouldn't have lost it. Okay, first of all, we have to tell her, you know, if you actually have Christ, if you have eternal life, you don't lose it. It's not something you can lose like you lose your keys or your wallet or your jacket. No, once you have true eternal life in Christ, you can't lose it. She doesn't have it. But praise God, when you come to Christ, you get saved. He gives you a wonderful life. And think about tonight, just in the next couple of minutes as we close tonight. If you hadn't got saved, what impact would have been missed in your life? Your family, your friends, the people you know would not have an impact because you would not be a Christian. Only a Christian can live a wonderful life. Only a Christian can have an impact on neighbors and friends for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're the only people that can bring the true message of life. No one else can do it. May the Lord help us to enjoy the life he's given us and to share it with others because there's a world full of darkness, people that are dead spiritually that need the Savior and he wants us to be his instruments to bring them to the Savior. And that's a great thing. So may the Lord encourage us as we close in prayer tonight to just realize if Jesus had never been born, how different things would be. But praise God he was born. He grew up as a man. He went to the cross. He died for us. He rose again, ascended to heaven. And you know what? He's going to come back in the same similar way. And he's going to come back, take us home to glory. And we're going to be with him forever and ever. Shall we just close in a word of prayer and thank him tonight? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, you sent him into this world and to rescue us, to ransom us, to redeem us by his precious blood. And Father, we don't know, we can't even imagine how terrible this world would be if our Savior had not been born. And Lord Jesus, we thank you that you were the willing one. You said, as it were, in the words of Isaiah the prophet, here am I, send me. And I thank you, Lord, that you came to do the Father's will, to die on the cross for us and to bring us life. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have given us a wonderful life a life that we can share with others, a life of impact that we can have on people, that we can tell them about you and we can live a changed life before them, that they can see the difference that, that you have made in our lives, a difference that is for all eternity. Lord, please dismiss us with your blessing tonight. Help us to have a beautiful Christmas. Help us to enjoy it with family and friends and to remind people that you were born into this world over 2,000 years ago and your impact and the effect that you had is still being felt on people today. Millions and billions of people in the world have been affected by you, Lord Jesus. We thank you and praise you in your precious name.